Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what do you have going on this week, my friend? Brian, on this week's Good, Bad, and the Interesting, I have actually got some good news for once. Wow. And I've also got some really bad news. Do you have interesting news also? We'll see. All right. You be the judge. Ryan, what about you? This week, I make a rule for society that everyone can get behind, and Kevin Durant is not a role model for our kids, but not for the reason you might think. So let's get into it. I'm in the mood to make some poor decisions, Tyler. I'm in the mood to make some poor decisions. We've already talked about this. You do recall that that was my tagline there for a little while. We talked We talked about this on the show. Right. That is your... your um, that was my decree. With our powers combined. Sure. Go Captain Planet. No, I, I, it was the, what I used to tell people to let them know where my head was at. Uh, I used to- Not in a good place, right? Not in a good place. But I didn't know that at the time. I thought, like I think a lot of people do, Uh that good relationships were messy, Tyler. That if your life was not incorporated with a thick layer of drama, Mm -hmm. people just didn't care about you. You know what I mean? I I don't think that that's the way a healthy brain thinks. But (laughs) but do you also think that it is something that, I think a lot of, of these people watch the real housewives of fill in the town here or fill in the city here. That stuff's real. Sure. Definitely real. Listen, I bet you it is a lot more real than we think. Maybe not the show itself, but the way that it has affected society. Yeah, that's fair. Social media, Kardashians, Mm. all of these things. People think that if you are just living a happy, maybe a a boring relationship, then you're not doing it right. If Mm. your girlfriend isn't keying your car and flattening your tires, does she really love you? I was going to say, how else would she show that me that she loves me? I don't know. Maybe a, a back scratch and a, a little oh. dinner at the right time. You know what? I don't even want to make the joke. I'm sold. Yes. <laughs> so here is my thing. Just for such a long time, I thought that one of my most interesting attributes was my ability to cause problems, that I was going to do something crazy. And people love that. You know what I mean? I ha- I, you, I was with you up until the very end. because In I terms think, of what? I, well, people love that. Do they love that or is that just something you're telling yourself? Well, it's so hard because when I was such a bombastic, extreme version of myself, I did got, get a lot of attention for it. There was some negative attention in my personal life, but it did not affect my relationship circles. Are you sure about that? Well, I mean, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's what, you know, when you, when you think back on things, you only remember the good times. You well, know what I was going to say, you actually have to say the words before it dawns on you. Yeah. Wait a minute. That's not how that wait, works. Wait <laughs> Revision is history. And a lot of times, and it's so, you know, this is the, uh, the armchair psychologist, but look back to earlier in life. Did you grow up in chaos? And us. Did we? Emotionally, because our father was very muted emotionally. He didn't show a lot of emotions uh, to us very much. Thanks a lot, Cuba. And uh, <laughs> thanks a lot, trauma. And our mom was very extreme with the emotions and, and still can be to this day, you know? Glad she got that all fixed. And the brain, <laughs> the brain will do whatever it can to stay the same. It doesn't want to change. It wants to stay safe. And what safe is, is what's known. Sure. And if what you know is chaos, 
it will fight tooth and nail to keep you in chaos. Well, we've talked so much about how you can be addicted to your bad relationship. Mm -hmm. You can be addicted to anxiety, which I definitely have some of that. You can Mm. be addicted to lethargy. You know what I mean? Well, I was addicted uh, in previous years. To cocaine. Not anymore. Not anymore. (laughs) I'm free, baby, (laughs) of our white oppressors. (laughs) That was really good. Thank you, buddy. Good for you. All right, good night, everybody. (laughs) And they end on a high note. Yep. Uh, For me, back in the day, I would say, oh, I'm depressed. And it wasn't just me saying I have depression. It was me giving myself a character trait. I was literally describing myself as, oh, I'm depressed. Look at me. I did the same thing with angry. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I am anger. So here's the point that I would like to lead up to, which is I... A great way for me to see how I am growing is in the advice that I give people. I used to give people really messy, dirty advice. Go out, get what is yours, Mm. do whatever you want, and everything will shake out afterwards. Bash them over the head and drag them by their hair back to your cave. Or, or, you know, their sister or their best friend, whatever. And Wow, that was slightly real and dark. Totally real. (laughs) Tyler, totally real. I was giving people terrible advice. And here's the thing. I I did it with you. Mm -hmm. I did it with passive-aggressive Anthony. Mm -hmm. Some people who looked up to me and thought, oh, look, this guy's got everything you could possibly want. I pass some of my own insecurities and emptiness on to them. Well, first of all, I respected you so much more back then. I'm, I you was were a party, man. You were so cool. I was a party. Man. Yep. Now you're just a dad. Yeah. <laughs> and second, you were giving the best advice you had at the time. Was it the right advice? No, of course not. But you were giving advice which you thought was beneficial to the person you were discussing. It with. Well, I appreciate that. And you're letting me off a little bit light there. But what I will tell you is what I've recognized now, especially going back to a bar life where I've had to go back and work since quarantine. The advice that I give to people is different. I am now one of the older people there at the bar. And a lot of these younger kids come up and they tell me about their relationships and whatever. And the type of advice that I give has completely mm-hmm. changed. And it's a very good way to be able to quantify some growth. You know what I mean? Sure. You give advice the same way you serve tequila. Just give it straight up. Go gay. In, That's it. In your they, eyes. They come up and what's the deal? What's going on? What should I do? Be gay. Be gay. Every How single time. That? You say that to everybody. Yeah, I try to tell people to value themselves mm. and to really look at what's going on in their lives. Yeah. And I had a bar customer pull me to the side and say, I hear you talking to these people and what you're saying is very sweet. Mm. And it dawned on me. And I think sometimes it could be very easy to miss your growth. It could be very easy to, it, it's it's a hard thing to keep an eye on because every day you wake up, you feel like the same person. You know what I mean? For sure. And growth is a thing that almost always, sometimes there's those big grand moments, but almost always it is by degrees. It, it happens very slowly. And because we are with ourselves every minute of every day, please make it stop. <laughs> we, we don't see those varying degrees. Like you say, we're, I mean, it's like looking in the mirror when you're working out, you're the last person to notice any change. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Especially when you have severe body dysmorphia. Yeah, that doesn't help. It certainly does not. <laughs> so come along with us on our way to growth. My name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. And we are those guys you hate.
What do they do, Haitian Army? And Tyler, what don't they do? Mm, nothing. They're freaky. I love that, Tyler. Welcome to another episode of Those Guys You Hate. Mm-hmm. Tyler. Well said. Thank you so much. I am ready to get into it. And this week, I have an explosive expose this week, Tyler. Who have I on the show in the past? Who have I just expressed such distaste for, Tyler? Mom. Okay. Not, no, not mom. <laughs> who, there's a group of people that I have. I have Korean pop singers. Okay, K-pop. Yes, sure. I don't like that, but no, no, try again. A group of people that I have expressed severe distaste for, Tyler. Victims' families. No, not victims' (laughs) families, Tyler. I'm talking about people who don't wear headphones at the gym. No, that's what is true. It is true. (laughs) Enough victims' families. We got it. No, no, let's move on. You've had a a tough week. People who don't wear headphones, go. (laughs) Please. That's just so ridiculous. Who who could really be upset with victims' families? (laughs) Nonetheless. I just don't trust anybody who doesn't wear headphones at the gym. You're it's a such, crazy person. I'm I'm a singer, Tyler, and I like to sing. You're <laughs> making me uncomfortable, but nonetheless. My battery on my headphones was at 5% this week, so I spent a day in the gym without headphones, Tyler. Uh-huh. I did it. I, I spent a day in the belly of the beast, Tyler. You mean you became a hypocrite that day? Well, uh, just due to battery concerns and other things, yes, I'm a hypocrite. Thank you so much. All right. Now, I found out a lot that day about people who don't wear headphones in the gym. My question is, and here's a real one, who would want to go to the gym and work out without listening to music? It's just weird to me. You're you're a crazy person. Well, it doesn't help that just at the very edge of your hearing is always that really shitty gym music that they have playing over speakers that were clearly made three decades ago. Just terrible. Terrible. Who wants to go in and listen to the gym's music? Now- That you can barely hear. Either shut it off or turn it up loud enough that I could be truly miserable by let, it. Let's, let's jam to this bullshit. <laughs> now, I found that day. Now, here's the thing. My, my, my headphones died. I kept them in. <laughs> I, I left them in because I didn't want for people to judge me. But here's the Why thing. Why would anybody judge you, you crazy person? I could hear everything that was happening around me. And Tyler, it was as bad as you thought. How so? I found out that if somebody is not wearing headphones in the gym, they're just a creep, Tyler. <laughs> they're just a creep. They are, they are keeping themselves available to talk. They are keeping themselves at uh, you know, at, on a social level, the gym is not made, generally speaking, to be social. What do you think about that? It's hard for me to agree with that when you've got dudes with their wieners out in a room in the in the locker room. They're just naked men all over the place. How is that not a, a communal thing when dudes got their wieners out next I to each other? I find that most of the time that men are just buck naked in the in the locker room. Mm-hmm. It's not necessary. No. They're, they're just doing it. They're just doing it because it, it, it fulfills something in them. Sir, sir, are you <laughs> applying for the Captain Morgan position? Why is your foot up on that bench and why are your pears hanging and dangling? Sure. I can see what you had for lunch, it's ridiculous. my friend. Now, what I learned that day, not with the dicks, but oh. without the headphones, is that I heard some of the most awkward conversations, mm. some of the most awkward interactions that that the best workout I got in the gym that day was my muscles cringing so hard. Oh, just, I thought you were going to say your listening muscle. No, oh. no. Oh. But I, I, I'm telling you, and I know it is a joke because I do like to sing. And when somebody's not wearing headphones, it just throws me off. Oh, poor you. The person who's trying to just like 
startup conversations at yeah. the gym is an, uh, it's right next to the bathroom conversation. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I actually agree with you on that point. Uh, you should not be going to the, like if a conversation starts up, Hey, it happens. You should not be going to the gym actively looking for a conversation. Those are the people to watch yeah, out for. Those are creeps. And what else I learned <laughs> that day is Beyonce's survivor. <laughs> That's a workout. That's banger. a workout banger. Yeah, I've Tyler. definitely heard that before for sure. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to the gym to strike up conversation, you're one step away from going to Chuck E. Cheese without kids to hang out. Uh, Tyler, the pizza is great. I love the Chuck E. Cheese pizza. It's cardboard. Right. What's, I feel like we're saying the same thing. Cardboard pizza makes me happy, and I want to talk about it on the Depression Index. No one cares. You the don't know what the index do is. Is a machine that I built with my hands and Chuck E. Cheese pizza, and we crank it up to let you know how down we are. Tyler, it's strong enough to hold this up. How are you feeling this week? And very quickly, I have not asked you in weeks. Have you stopped with your pills? Where are you at with the pills? I haven't asked you that in such a long time. Which pills? The schizophrenia pills? The uh, are you mild depression? Schizophrenia pills? Because I'll move the hell out of here, Tyler. <laughs> Who am I talking to? I'm not on schizophrenia, but the other guy is. Ah, I see. I hope it's working out. I think I said on schizophrenia. Ryan, this week, I'm going to be very succinct. I'm going to be quick. I'm going to be in and Wait, out. Wait, what's up with your pills? Are you still oh taking them? Oh, my God. Them? I just totally forgot that it's you okay. just asked me a it's question. okay. I got you. I have moved down. I've gone from 100 milligrams to 50 milligrams That's now. Great, I'm at 25 milligrams, and I've also learned the hard way that you should definitely get a pill cutter because those pills are not meant to be tasted. You bite them, Tyler. No, Just give them a little bite. <laughs> Snort them. Well, hey, hey that's, doing it right. that's really awesome. I haven't done this in a while, but this is for you. Mm -hmm. Thank but, you. But, uh, I, I'm I, a month away from stopping them entirely. And, and what has your experience been like just on this on this journey? Because I think a lot of people out there are on pills. I think that's documented. Mm. I think this could be interesting to someone. Yeah, I, I think my belief is, and I think it should be known that I'm not a doctor. What? But I, I know, I know. I swear the PhD behind me is legit, though. Okay, cool. The Pretty hard. What? Nothing. <laughs> what, were you, what were you saying? <laughs> that uh, medication is is meant to be temporary. I mean, with, with obviously emotional stuff, I don't mean like heart medication. Please don't. Please don't, please don't take advice I, on that. I, I'm kicking the habit, Tyler. Uh, enough with this bullshit. I don't you know be... what? You found my, you've helped me find the strength to kick these heart medications. I'm cutting these tethers, Tyler. These pills. I mean my aorta. No, they are meant to be temporary is my belief. They are meant to get you back to, uh, to prop you up and get you back to where you're able to manage it on your own again. And how long were you taking pills for? Oh, years. Years and years. years. But you when I finally started opening up about my mental health is when I started to finally see results. Absolutely. And I will say from an outsider's perspective, you seem to be doing great right now, man. You sure. You seem to be on, on a pretty good point sure. at yeah. this time. Yeah, yeah. I, um... I space jammed you. You know, that's why you're so, you, you know, I, I had made you touch the, the basketball yeah. and I sapped all your powers. You did. And, you did. Uh, I, I'm Charles Barkley and I can't make a freaking layup. <laughs> the round mound of rebound is just sad. And I let you keep your beard, so you're welcome. Thank you so much for not taking it. It's all I got. Uh, so for this depression index this week, Ryan, the theme is water. Remember to drink it. It's really important, guys. Uh, this week, I am at a four. One, oh! two, three, four. Water spritzing. Four. Wait, Coca-Cola Classic has water in it, doesn't it? I think technically that's right. But just the classic, though. <laughs> None of that new bullshit. I just don't trust it. Bring the cocaine back. Now, why? Again with this. Now, well, why? Coca-Cola had cocaine in it. We're familiar. Now, why? 
Uh, is drinking water important, Tyler? Because our bodies are made up primarily of water and you need it to make everything work um, the way it's supposed Lube to. Lube up the process. There you go. I couldn't have said it any better and any grosser myself. And why would you want to, Tyler? <laughs> All right, let's gay it up. My depression index this week is going to begin with uh, a question to you, Tyler. Is this a sweeping statement because I I had this thought earlier this week and I want to run it by you because sometimes you get me better than I get myself. I I don't want to say all of the poor decisions, but many of the poor decisions that I've made in my life has been based upon me not wanting to feel bad. So in other words, a lot of the decisions that I've made that have affected me adversely is me trying to escape from I'll just label it as feeling bad. Mm -hmm. Is that a possibility? That I believe is what it is. Now, is it every bad decision that I've made? No, no, I don't think it works. I I think when it comes to- Fix me, Tyler. Oh boy, how much time you got? Like a dog. I I think that when it comes to instant gratification, I think so much of that is uh, make me feel good, literally make me feel good right now so I don't feel bad. Right for this moment. Even though we know that so many of those, like take drinking, for example. I know that I'm going to have a awesome time at this party. I know I'm going to feel like shit tomorrow. Are you? Because I think (laughs) if you drink too much, you're going to go really, really happy to really (laughs) sad. That's the thing with drinking. It's going to be okay for the first couple and then people are genuinely depressed. It gets really bad. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but I mean, of course, that's why I would tell somebody who's bipolar don't put yourself in high intensity situations yeah. because that's unhealthy for you. Yes. Pick a pole. If you <laughs> if you have that's, that is not proper medical advice. Which one is it? <laughs> Are you just really sad or really a- a- excited? Pick one. God, so wishy-washy with Jeez. you. You're being a little manic right now. <laughs> this is this is improper medical advice. No, but but here's what I would say, and this is gonna be a little personal here, okay? Go on. And and, and I think that the depression index is the right place for that. I think one of the things that frustrated me about, and I know this is a a minefield here, one of the things that frustrated me about dad was that he couldn't withstand a little bit of pain for us, that he was uncomfortable and he wanted to do something about Mm -hmm. it. Now, with that being said, I've spent so much of my life doing that exact thing, where the moment I feel the, the slightest bit of mental discomfort, I'm willing to do anything to get out of it, mm-hmm. even if it means guaranteed more discomfort in the future. Yes. Yeah, it's it's just save me now. Save me now, it doesn't matter. Like in this moment. That sounds like a future Ryan problem. Save yeah. now yeah, Ryan, now Ryan. That guy. I, I could care less about him. He's never, <laughs> got, never done anything for me. I got nothing in common with that guy. But so my, my idea is, and I don't mean to become like a little Buddha over here, but just the idea of being able to experience discomfort in a way that is helpful is where I'm at this week. I'm, I, as I discussed with you before we started, I'm going through something right now Mm -hmm. and I'm sure that it's healthy, but holy crap, has it been hard, Tyler? Growth is ugly and growth is painful and you are going through a, uh, a severe, severe transition right now and it's super painful. I invited (laughs) it. it. I invited it. it. I, I was, I, I, to something bigger than myself. I said, let's go. Uh, oh, you didn't tell me that. I thought that I- Oh, you dumb dumb. I, 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 I was just kidding. <laughs> I, I don't know what I did and I would do anything to dude, take it back. Dude, dude, we're cool. Yeah. We're cool. Uh, I mean, within reason, <laughs> within reason. No, but, but genuinely uh, I'm going through it and I do believe that this is a time for me to learn how to deal with those discomforts I've spent 
39 years trying to escape. Yes. And I, uh, oh, another Sunday where I didn't go to church. But I will say that as I discover my spirituality, I will absolutely say that if you challenge, not challenge, but if you call to the universe and you ask, hey, I'm ready, bring it on. We did that at the old house one time where both of us said it and we got rocked. The house burned down with us inside. (laughs) We died. Thank you for asking. (laughs) And it will It'll send you a test. It will. That's that's it a will. fact of life, it man. Will. Good luck. You're exactly right, Tyler. And it was my own hubris. Ah. It, it, I, I flew too close to the sun yeah. because you're on a high point and you think, I, I've beat this. I have discovered a new uh, world for myself because I went months without feeling not a lull, but just I felt so good. And boy, did I get kicked in the dick. Um, it's getting a tattoo. Ow, 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 ow. Oh my God, this is awesome. Yeah, I I, I actually haven't felt that way. It, it hurts me very bad, but I'm too embarrassed <laughs> to admit it to the tattoo artist. So I am here. I am at a at a seven this week with, Whoa! A, with a big chunk of something in my throat. <clears throat> I felt very insecure. Wow. I felt very vulnerable. I felt really tough. And I know wow. that I am headed in the right direction. For sure. This week, I am at a, at a seven. One, oh my two, goodness. three. I've never seen you spit this much. Oh my god. Is that what it looks like when I do it? (laughs) (laughs) I'll pour one out for the homies, meaning your fingers. Tyler, I'm already pouring one out. Don't you worry. (laughs) My capillaries are taking care of it for you. Now, Tyler, this week, I had somebody ask me what my favorite cheeseburger is. What my favorite cheeseburger is. You mean like what kind of cheese you get on it? No, just like, okay, you got McDonald's, you got Burger King, you got all these different things, you got uh, actual restaurants, all those things. Mm -hmm. And I said to this person, McDonald's is not a cheeseburger. McDonald's is McDonald's. Am I right about that? Those are two different things. If I cook a burger here and you get a a cheeseburger, quote unquote, from McDonald's, Mm -hmm. those are two different food items. Am I wrong? Uh, I actually completely agree with your what you're saying, however, if I arrive with a McDonald's cheeseburger and you have prepared yourself a home cooked cheeseburger, mine's better. Ooh, I, I, <laughs> man, I, I in some sort of way agree with you. Everybody talks bad about fast food, but can we agree fast food is awesome? Well, it's it's so good it'll ruin your life for sure. Yeah, like crack. Yes, exactly. I've never smoked crack, but I bet it is great. For the first thirty minutes, it looks amazing. Absolutely, and then all of a sudden you're halfway through eating that guy's face, and you're yeah. like. Something's gone awry here. First 30 seconds of that looked amazing, too. Yes. Get to start with the butt cheeks, Tyler. Uh, but here's the thing. I just think that it's an entirely different classification of foods. And now that we're here, what's your favorite uh, fast food cheeseburger? I mean, McDonald's, easily. Easily. What, how do you feel about a Burger King cheeseburger? I have not had one in quite a while. Tyler, uh, Tyler, totally different classification than McDonald's? Delicious. Yeah, it's uh, the delicious. Pop, the poppy seeds are a little much for me. Get those out of here. I like the, the smooth... Hairless bun, as isn't, it were. Isn't that the guy who lives next door to us, Poppy Seeds? <laughs> we live in a Spanish community, ladies and gentlemen. I, I, that's, that's, that's actually accurate. That's necessary <laughs> that's, to understand the rest of that that's, joke. That's, uh, that's accurate. <laughs> but I just think that, uh, I guess there's probably nothing interesting here on our favorite fast foods. But no. Hey, a McDonald's cheeseburger is classic. Okay? Send us free stuff, McDonald's. So, yes, in the mail. <laughs> Cook it and send it through. Now, Tyler, since we've decided that... McDonald's cheeseburgers is its own classification of food. Mm. I believe that it is now time for us to make another determination with I hear ye, hear ye. Now, 
Here's what I'm thinking, Tyler. I, I've had a rough time this week writing. I, I've hit my first round of writer's block that I think I've ever experienced with this show. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to do a hear ye, hear ye that is just old and overused and is going to get everybody behind me. It's old, it's overused, and everybody's going to agree with sure, you? Sure, because I think it's just something that we all say, we oh, all think. I see. I'm I just see. playing to the masses. It's style. trite at this point where it's been, Absolutely. it's been said so much, it's pretty much lost its usefulness. Okay, you're you're not exciting the crowd about what we're going to do. So this is just pointless is what we're doing, Really, Ryan. It's really trash, but I think that you guys are going to agree with me. What's the point of anything, Ryan? That's a great point. That's a great point. <laughs> At the end of this episode, Tyler and I kill ourselves. So stick around for that. We can only do it once, so make sure you don't miss it. <laughs> oh, shit. Tyler was serious. <laughs> okay, are you ready for this stale old rule that you are going to agree with, Tyler? All right, fine. Here I mean, we go. I, all right, go ahead. Get ready for the for the part that you play and hear you hear you. Are okay. You, are you ready? Sure. From now on, wait, how do we do this? Do I play it first or do I play you it play afterwards? play it, say the thing, and then, and I didn't even do it properly, so if you could hit it one more okay, time. Okay, let's do this. Here we go, Tyler. You're fired. <clears throat> let's clear ourselves. <clears throat> let's clear ourselves out. Quick little high colonic. And here we go. Here you! love that, man. It's like somebody's stepping on your scrotum. Oh, I think of somebody calling a pig. Sweet! Oh. All right, now I am unrolling my scroll, oh. and I read from the very top of it. From henceforth, it shall be a rule that you have to wave when somebody lets you in in traffic. Hear ye, hear ye! Now, I know that that's played out, and I know that everybody has said that at one point in their life, but I demand it tyler i demand that we're not even going use your blinker here we're simply saying if somebody goes out of their way to do something nice acknowledge well, them. lift your hand it's so easy do you ever hold the door open and somebody walks in without acknowledging you you hold the door for somebody and they just go straight through i say you're welcome angrily and i'm trying to get over it i do too <laughs> i'm tyler. trying to get over it you come from that <laughs> same school of thought i think i got it from you <laughs> ah i learned it from you dad very passive aggressive i want to no that's aggressive aggressive <laughs> saying thank you with no thank whatsoever wow. and the you is directed at you with vitriol <laughs> i think you're totally right i was at a baseball game uh recently and maybe this is kind of something like what we're talking about and i meant you're welcome not thank you sorry everybody knows yeah. we're, we're, hey listen yeah. we're all here yeah. we're not here to tear you down Tyler. did i mention that i was at a party yesterday we all ooh, yes we <laughs> were more details on that later no when we don't have to worry about being fired from our other jobs. But uh, I was at a baseball game, and what I didn't know about a baseball game was you're not allowed to go back to your seats while an inning is going on. Did you know that? No. I, what? The, the usher will stop you until play is dead to let you go back so people can see the game. I'm not even sure. But a guy wedged his way in front of us. And I mean, I was already cramped. This guy wedged his way in front of us. A guy, oh, this guy was a bleep hole. And he was there in front of me. So instead of like the thank you or, uh -huh. or you're welcome, uh -huh. like you said, uh -huh. I did what I always do. And I said, this guy's neck smells great. Is anybody, <laughs> like I said it really loud to the people that I was with and I almost got into a fist fight. Time. Really? Oh yeah, he was not having it. Ah, yeah. yeah. Well, I would imagine a man who does that, who acts and behaves in that way, not much of a sense of humor. He turned around, he's like, uh, are you, you talking to me? 
Are you talking to me? I said, no, 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 of course not. I just, we are now in an extremely close proximity. Yes. And I was not anticipating this. Yeah, you feel good. <laughs> and, and, it, and it escalated from there. So maybe, is it your neck that's in my face? Because yes, sir, it's your, it's, I'm I talking about you. I am so sorry that your neck smells great. Okay. Is that Axe body spray, bro? <laughs> and that is my hear ye, hear ye, I think. I don't know. That kind of devolved, Tyler. I know. It turned into a hear ye, hear ye. I totally forgot we were even doing that. Me too. <laughs> uh, let's take a break. Let's uh, l- let's get it back in order, and we will come back with more show. What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up! So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me, and they have let me know that they want to be a kook too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. you got to put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you could sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You can sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, and you don't get beat on the deal. You know you won't because you're lazy. That's why you haven't moved out of your parents' house. We love you. Thank you for supporting those guys you hate. And let's get back to the show. Those guys. Oh yeah, you know, I was going to ask you, what days do the trash go out? Because I got to put those out. Uh, Maybe not the right time for that. Mm. You hate. Sunday night and Wednesday night. Thank you. Those guys you hate. Those guys you hate. Those guys you hate. Those guys you hate. Red circle. Red Circle, Tyler, you just said as we were watching basketball. More sports. You just said Grayson Allen, who is a basketball player for Milwaukee. For the Milwaukee Bucks. Crushing it in this in this, he's, in this uh, postseason. He's doing very well. He is. You said that he has, what, what did you nominate him for? I said that he has very distinguishable features that when they all come together in a, an amalgamation, if you will, yep. it, uh, it, 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 it results in a punchable face. He has a punchable face. He does have a very punchable I think that face. we all know what you're talking about. Somebody with a punchable face. Mm-hmm. Can you think of anybody else in celebrity that has a punchable face? I, I don't mean to make this hateful, and I'm kind of putting you on the spot. It's just you said that, and it kind of stuck out to me. No, it's not hateful, because the thing is, is that if I met him, I wouldn't actually want to punch him. His name is Grayson, Tyler. Yeah, that is a problem. And that you gay, son. That, sorry. Uh, but you wouldn't want to punch the parents for that, wouldn't you? Sure. He had no choice in the sure. matter. Sure. Mr. and Mrs. Grayson. <laughs> no, but they. Uh, I think we all know about somebody with a punchable face. Yeah, and it's really unfair because you immediately. It's like it's like having a a dream that your girlfriend cheated on you. What? And then, <laughs> who was it? And then with Mickey Mouse, right? Oh the boy! Mouse, the mouse gets everything. Yeah. And and then um, 
holding it against her yeah. because I she cheated on you in a dream. What did you, know? you do to my subconscious <laughs> to make me discover this about you, you hoe? Now, I always knew it was true. Now, uh, you know, Grayson Allen, he's got his own problems going on. But this week on Ryan's Vault of Sound, we're going to talk about another basketball player. Here we go. Who is way worse. Oh, boy. Let's get into it. Ryan's Vault of Sound. Now, this is a clip from a little while ago, but it has just come to my attention, Tyler. And What's a little while ago? Like last week or like last year? No, maybe it was like a month or two ago. Okay. But I think we can still use it because sure. the necessity, I think, is still there. And I don't know that you're going to totally understand where I'm coming from with this, okay? I almost never understand where you're coming from, Ryan. That's what makes for a surprising podcast, Tyler. Kevin Durant. Heard of him? Yeah, he he definitely does not have a punchable face. Uh, he has a punchable personality. That's different, though. Kevin, yeah, he's, that, that, that's behavior. When it comes to his punchable, face, is fine. It's when, the rest of them. When it comes to a punchable face, that is something that you just was bestowed upon you. You have sure. no choice in the matter. Sure, uh, Kevin Durant seemed to make a lot of decisions to get where he is, and and I find him to be very interesting, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and. I thought about clearing my throat off mic and then just did it right there. Yeah, the yeah, no, I, yeah, we noticed. Uh, professional time. Mm -hmm. uh, have you heard this thing about Adam Silver saying, uh, uh, talking about the the dissatisfaction of current NBA players? Have you heard anything about this? Well, well I don't think it was dissatisfaction. I believe it was him uh, saying that they are unhappy. They are just emotionally, as people, they are unhappy. Why do you, why do you think that is very quickly? Because I, 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 when I think of that, the face that comes to mind is Kevin Durant. Well, I think that we talk about what fame does to a person, what it can do to somebody. Look at the way people lose their minds when they get fame. And these guys who have known nothing but basketball pretty much their entire lives are put in these positions where now you're playing in front of thousands of people. Your name is being displayed across buildings. Uh, that'll fuck with you a little bit. Sure. You know? Well, and I do believe that there's also just this general discontentment in the world. Am I seeing oh, yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Am I seeing that in my own skewed perspective? No, or is absolutely. That, uh, I think there's a certain comeuppance coming up, coming along right now. I think there's sure. a certain, uh, the, the population, regardless of your political leanings or anything, are starting to realize shit's fucked up right yeah, now. We got and, a, and this is bullshit. We got a lot of problems going on right and, now. And why are we allowing it? Why are, there's only a few people that are doing it. Why are the rest of us allowing it? Well, and these are all really great points and they're definitely societal issues. That answer them, to be, Ryan. Hold on, I'm getting to it. Jeez, <laughs> succinct answer on its way. But what I want to do on my vault of sound has nothing to do with any of that, Tyler. Kevin Durant was out for a long time this year. A journalist asked, how did you feel your first game back in 47 days? Hmm. His response was this. I feel great. I feel great. I'm only going to get better, more comfortable out there. Um, you know, take more of a load out there too. Uh, pause. When I get... Um, when I get, you know, more gains under my belt. Now, are you familiar with this trend in saying pause? Do you know what that means in modern parlance? No, I don't know. I, that, it was very confusing. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And I'll let you listen to it again. Like, did he just call a timeout? What happened? No, where you're saying uh, it, it's kind of like a little internet joke where if you say something that comes off as, wait, that isn't the way that I meant it. Sure. Or, Taking two loads. Yeah. <laughs> let's listen to it one more time and let's see if you can figure out where my problem is. I feel great. I feel great. I'm only going to get better, more comfortable out there. Um, you know, 
take more of a load out there too. Uh, pause when I get um, <laughs> now. Here's my problem. Okay, I like the joke. It's totally good. good with it. It's good. He nailed it. He nailed. Well, did he, Tyler? He wants to make it seem like off the cuff. He wants to make it seem fun. Listen to the pause before and listen to the pause after. This is so forced. Kevin Durant, work on your material, what? bro. I feel great. I feel great. I'm only going to get better, more comfortable out there. Um, you know, take more of a load out there, too. Uh, pause. When I get... um. Totally contrived. No, that's not fair. Totally contrived. You're assuming. I got to tell you something. Whatever writers you have working in your writing room, Kevin Durant, they all deserve to be fired. I don't agree with what you're saying. I don't mind the joke. I don't mind the load humor. None of that bothers me. Work on your delivery, Kevin Durant. If you want to make it as a stand-up comedian, do you think he wants to make it as a stand-up comedian? Probably not. And that's Ryan's vault of sound. So you just played a totally innocuous sound clip where he made a pretty damn good joke and I, you I disagree and you fabricate I disagree you fabricate an issue just to tear him down to- I totally disagree I don't like the way look if you're gonna be funny be funny Stop, knock it off you are that. ridiculous right now you're ridiculous you have style. such a high standard well I mean you know I don't know more like Kevin Durkant Tyler, do you have anything, I don't know, that you would consider to be good, uh, anything that you would consider to be bad, anything you would consider to be interesting? You know, thank God that he is. you are as good at what you do as Kevin Durant is at what he does. I could teach him a thing or two. <laughs> yes, Ryan, let's jump right into GBI. Did you hear my Kevin Durkant I, joke? I, I did, and I just wanted to get away from it as quickly That's as possible. That's all I'm asking is yeah. for him to rise up to those levels. Yeah, oh, got you, got you. So basically all he has to do is stand up. Sure. Yes. <laughs> and I'd be about like at knee level. I have last week's sounds still uploaded, so I'll just put them in afterwards. All right, Ryan, let's just jump right into our good, our bad, and our interesting. Let's get it. Love that. Mm. That is a that is a, a classic sounder. Right Makes there. me feel like I'm standing on a dusty plane and uh, a tumbleweed just hit me in the ankle. Clint Eastwood just pulled out a six shooter at oh, you. Oh yeah, and I'm wearing nothing but uh, uh but what do they call those 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 blankets that you sombrero? Put your- <laughs> okay. uh, wait, no, a duster? I don't know. Okay, uh, and I'm wearing nothing but a not a pontoon. I forget what it's called. <laughs> right, very good. Yeah, good. Fuck them. Ryan, the good this week seems does seem really, really awesome. Ryan, please explain to the people. I'm kind of putting you on the spot here. Sure. Explain to the people what biodegradable means. Biodegradable means where you construct something that will break down over time. Unlike styrofoam or some of these plastics, it's not something that we're going to have to deal with 10 years from now. Absolutely. Well said. It is basically anything that can be uh, consumed by other organic matter. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I read it and I was like, that's a really easy way to put it. Sure. Forget all that bullshit I said. (laughs) Thank you for putting me on the spot. I really led you into that one, dude. Hey, Ryan, uh, (laughs) tell me the definition of this. Wrong. (laughs) But good try, buddy. Yeah, you're so cute. (laughs) Well, garbage, as you know, Ryan, big problem on our planet. I, it is something that genuinely gives me severe worry. The willies. Yep. What is one of the main ingredients, maybe the main ingredient in all of the bio, non-biodegradable garbage out there, Ryan? Is it plastic? Plastic, you oh, nailed okay. it. Okay. You nailed it, plastic. I, I, I'm so afraid to say anything now. You made me look like an idiot. <laughs> no, you stupid moron. Paper? 
Is it paper? <laughs> it, it's plastic, a material that takes literally, not figuratively, literally hundreds of years to eventually break down. Now, why is that? Why, why? Because nothing can consume it, so it just has to be taken out by the sun and by just uh, nature overall. So it's like bacteria? Is that what's consuming paper goods? Mm -hmm. And okay, and Whenever you leave stuff out, bacteria won't even eat plastic. That's crazy. It'll eat around it. That's why you put stuff in plastic containers. Exactly. Okay. Well, you'll be happy to hear that those liberal eggheads at the University of Austin mm -hmm. Oh, Austin, what a <laughs> miserable place. <laughs> that we love so much. I love it so we much. We loved it so much, we went back. <laughs> well, they claim they have found a promising solution to plastic specifically. Okay. The discovery, which was published in Nature Magazine, which I know magazines aren't that big of a thing anymore, but nature is the top dog of scientific literature. Nature? If you get published in Nature, you are credible. Really? Dead serious. I've never heard of Nature Magazine. Seriously? I read Nurture, Tyler. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> no, That's not right. That might be a magazine. Uh, well, they have discovered, and or maybe created, actually, an enzyme which reacts to plastic, breaking it down in, at most, a day. Okay. And wow. as less, and as little as a few hours. Now, is there anything toxic that comes out of that it, uh, exchange? Nope, it's an enzyme. So what comes out is organic matter. Wow, that yeah. is incredible. What a what a discovery. It could literally change the world. What's going on in the in the oceans right now Very is much so. devastating. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, what is it? A, a trash Island? pile yeah. the size of Texas, I think it is? Sure. Wait, this is supposed to be good. Why are you leading us down this dark, dark We're path? We're all going right? to die! <laughs> the end is near! All right, well, this isn't good news, but it is real news. Sure. Yeah, so you know what? You know how we, we've been trying to do uh, over the last couple episodes? We've been trying to do a theme and bringing it up, and I just was having trouble getting it going. This week, I was going to do proof that the world was dying. Ah, and, uh, well, that's depressing. It, it was very depressing, Oof. Tyler, and too research-oriented. Yeah, there's a lot of factors that go into it. Maybe but, next week. But overall... Yes, it is. Yeah, but, but this is actually some promising news. Oh, very much so. Do you very, think very that so. we are still in a position where we could fix all of these things that have gone wrong on this planet? Completely and totally no. Can we save the planet? Scientists are saying yes, but we got to... We got to do something like now. We got to change. Yeah. Look, look at what happened with emissions and all that stuff during quarantine. I mean, like the world healed. Literally. But don't worry about it. We, we fixed that. Profits, baby. Yeah, we ripped those scabs off right quick. Well, we saw animals were coming back into our land and we're like, no, 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 no. Like, hey, hey, Yogi, <laughs> this is my car garage. That's definitely my picnic basket. <laughs> hey, boo-boo. <laughs> Ryan, into our bed. Yes. Diabetes. So we so very often find ourselves discussing Nature versus nurture. Wow, that's ironic. Pick a magazine. <laughs> and the conversation spans such a wide area from would that child be so annoying if their parents did a better job to would John Wayne Gacy have murdered 33 young men if his father didn't raise him to hate gay people? I think his dad was gay. What do you think about that? Which Gacy, at the very least, was gay. And yeah, probably. And I don't want to undercut you here, but no, this, please. this argument of nature versus nurture, which is, if you're unfamiliar, uh, are people born to become what they become or does their environment shape them? Mm -hmm. I think like almost everything that we talk about on this show, it's nuanced. It's in the middle. It is both. And there are some people out there that I'm sure- Except for being gay. We're <laughs> That's a choice. 
<laughs> and nature says it's wrong. Oh boy, oh boy, are we disappointed. <laughs> and yeah, I think I think just like with anything else, as you said, there's a lot of people out there that were more affected by the nurture part, and there are other people out there that were just born into this world to naturally be who they were. Sure, you could have uh, a family that puts you on a road like John Wayne Gacy mm-hmm. of something really terrible, but I think you need to have the predisposition. Absolutely. There are plenty of people out there that went through that where yep. their parents told them how much being gay was wrong and they didn't grow up to be psychopaths. Sure. You know? They didn't just they weren't up- trying hard enough. Yeah. yeah. If only they would have put the effort in. Yeah, you got to put a little oomph into it. Okay, we probably shouldn't joke because this story we're going to get into is pretty heavy. Okay, we take all that back. <laughs> so having said all of that, let's talk about Lily Peters of Wisconsin. 10 years old and in the fourth grade. Lily Peters of Wisconsin. Okay. Fourth grade. After her father reported her missing Sunday night as she was on her way home from her aunt's house, a search was conducted. This this Sunday? uh, This past Sunday. Oh, wow. And to give credit to the police, that night they began the search and they pulled out all the stops. They were doing door-to-door searches. They pulled out the canine units, deployed drones. Ten-year-olds will will get that going. Oh, and and a white ten-year-old girl. I wasn't going to say it. No less. I wasn't going to say it. I'm just saying. Yes. But it was one of the drones that was deployed that spotted her bike near a wooded trail not far from where she was last seen. If you're living near woods, you're just asking for it. Yeah, and what are you doing? Let, I mean, obviously, this is the part of the country where you leave your door unlocked. And why is a 10-year-old girl walking alone? Hey, and maybe lock your doors. And definitely lock well, your doors. Well, well, but when we were 10 years old, we were allowed to be by ourselves. And do you know how easily it would have been for us to be picked up like a, a, a guy at a farmer's market? Uh, luckily, we were disgusting children, Tyler. Oh, no, yeah. Nobody yeah, wanted yeah. us. I, I grew quickly, so I would have been very hard yeah. to manage, you know. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, the, you pick up a kid and he's taller than you. Nobody's looking for those problems. <laughs> you hop on his back and send him <laughs> off. <laughs> I am now his prisoner. <laughs> so, oh, damn it. We did it again. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Bring it back together, Tyler. Bring it back to this, seriousness. This is a comedy show. We're trying to loosen it up. Here. And I'm sure you know where this story is going. 10-year-old girl, wooded trail. When the police arrived to this area and subsequently searched, Lily's body was found in the nearby woods. That's awful. Really, really terrible. And this happens so often. Do they know what happened? I mean, oh, they do. They know exactly what happened. Because a lot of times these things are not solved in a week. And usually it is, and well, I I was going to get into this later, it's almost always, almost always, the person is known to the victim. Oh, I believe that that's somewhere around 90 plus percent. Almost all. Yeah, and that is when you're abducted by a stranger, it's very hard to figure out. Luckily, that's a very small percentage. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's it's almost always somebody who's close to you. Well, District Attorney Wade Newell said they not only have a suspect in custody, but he admitted to the crime almost immediately. Wow. The suspect has made comments to law enforcement And I quote, his intention was to rape and kill the victim from the get-go. He also admitted to murdering and then sexually assaulting her. Mm. The perpetrator, a 14-year-old boy, Ryan. Wow, that puts a real spin on it. Back to nature versus nurture. Was this 14-year-old born into this world a monster? Probably. Probably. But, but like, and I don't want to say a monster as if it's like, oh, that's a bad dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. To but, commit these kind of heinous acts willfully and and just admitting to it. Like, not even any disassociation that comes along with it. Just going, yep, I did it and I wanted to do it. Well, I would have to see how that whole thing went down. But what I would say is 
Um, I, I do believe that you have to, like I said earlier, you have to have a propensity for this. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine that things at home, without having any information at all, probably not great. Absolutely. You, you do nurture some of that behavior with, you know, your own stuff. Unless he turned out to be, you know, maybe like a Ted Bundy where he just, he snapped one day and you don't, you but don't know what it happened. Well, and that is the thing what everybody always cites Ted Bundy as coming from this perfect uh, world that, hey, he's the only serial killer who didn't have like real problems growing up. And we don't know that to be true. true. That's Very not true. We, that's not totally chronicled in, in, a, in a foolproof way. Well, what I had written here was I don't know anything about this person, obviously, because of the age of both of them. The victim's name is known, of course. We don't know. All we know is that he is a 14-year-old boy and they are known to each other. They just haven't released how, how they are showing to each other. Uh, what do you think should happen to the 14-year-old boy here? Well, and I was just going to read this last piece sure. off, which says, I don't know anything about this person, but unless it's an Ed Gein kind of situation where his parents were locking him in a basement 23 hours out of the day, this seems like a pretty good argument on behalf of nature, where nature just sent this, this person into the world, and it seemed like he didn't have a very... A good shot at leading a normal life regardless. Well, why couldn't it be something that was going on in his life? Why would it have to be something that extreme? What if he was being abused? What if he was being sexually abused? Uh, because, as we I said earlier, there are lots of people that get abused and they do not do this. No, and you're totally right. Obviously, mm. I'm not writing a pass for this No, 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 of course kid. not. Of course but not. what I am saying is, if you do have some of that predisposition and something really crazy is going on at home, doesn't make it okay, mm. but I think it makes it more understandable. Well, and I'm, and which is why I'm saying I'm speaking directly towards nature, because as I said, so many people can go through this. Sometimes nature will step in and be like, this one's going to become a, a murderer. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And that's a terrible story. And jeez. Yeah. You, our deepest condolences. Did uh, I say bad? Yeah. That yeah was, and and that I mean, bad. I know it doesn't mean anything to schmucks, you know, whoever they are offering their condolences to this family out. Did uh, you just call them uh, schmucks? Or, or, or called us schmucks. Okay. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I wanted, <laughs> no, I just wanted to clear that up. Are the schmucks. And then I was pretending like I didn't know who we were. It was yes. a bad joke. Yeah. It's, but thank you for clarifying. Yeah. Cause that, that uh, hit weird. But yes, our condolences obviously go out f- for what it's That's worth. For, for everybody involved. Yeah. 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 So on to our interesting, Ryan. You really fucked that I up. I really today. fucked that yeah, up. You stepped in it. Let's discuss Win Bruce, Ryan. This past week, April 22nd to be exact, was Earth Day. Okay. It was also the day when Mr. Bruce decided to sit on the marble steps of the Supreme Court and self-emulate, Ryan. Okay, you said Win W-Y-N? N. It's kind of awesome. Two N's. Okay, oh, yeah. I, I, I like that. Now, self-emulate meaning... He lit himself on fire. He lit himself on fire. Wow. That is about as symbolic of a gesture as a human could possibly do on this planet. Am I right? It is one of the most, and I feel like I might get some blowback for this, but if you decide to do it, not suggesting anyone should, but if you decide to do that for your beliefs, it is one of the most courageous acts you can do. Wow. That is an interesting take. I think, yes, blowback in in a bad way. That's okay. Yeah. No, I I accept it. Like that monk uh, who very famously, we've talked about that on this show before, um, it is having full belief in something, willing to not just give your life for something, but in, you would imagine, one of the most painful ways possible. Well, witnesses say, and can you imagine just being out on a normal day and then this happens? Change your life, man. Uh, Absolutely. It will will shift something in your brain that you cannot forget. Yeah. And witnesses say that for the 60 seconds that he was on fire, he didn't make a single noise. 
when first re responders finally put the flames out is when the screaming began. He was airlifted to a nearby hospital where he died from his injuries. Yeah, what was he protesting? What we're doing to the environment is what is believed is what's happening, is what he was protesting because he, and I, this is the sign of our times, where he edited a comment on Facebook about Earth Day and changed it to that date with a fire emoji right next to it. So what does that mean? Letting letting everybody know that he was going to set himself on fire. On this date, fire emoji. And it was on a post about Earth Day, and he was a very strong proponent for this stuff. Sounds like it. Very much so. They, yeah. They, well, the Washington Post spoke to his father. And, ah, God, it's the worst. Uh, such a terrible detail is he, he was an only child. So this guy just lost his only son. And, but he even spoke to him. Are you sure this isn't bad part two? But he spoke to it and said, and said, I obviously miss him, but I respect what he did. And, and he died for his beliefs. Now, do you think that this will bring some type of change? Like that guy who self emulated in, you know, because of his religious prosecution, Quang Duk, you know, something like that. Did you just make that? No, up? no, that actually, I believe, was his name. Uh, okay, I, I reported it. on this on the show. You, about you have, that. you have. We even saw the photo. It changed the world mm -hmm. uh, in, in in certain ways. Here we are, you know, x amount of years later, still talking about it. Do you think that that is going to do something moving forward? I think to judge these different moves in the size of the change is unfair because when compared to what the monk did, yes, it had worldwide reverberations. I think that what he did isn't having as big of an impact, but I think it is still a step. Every single one of these, everything, every single thing that we do in that direction is a step, no matter how big. So yes, I think he does bring about change with that. I worry just to kind of wrap this whole thing up in yes. a nice little bow here. Please. I worry that uh, we're too far gone. I don't think that we can go backwards much like uh, when there's too much deer in a forest and the earth calls it. I think we might be on our way. I, I don't mean to be depressing and sad. I'm genuinely speaking from a, my rational mindset, yeah. which is I think as a species, we've gone over the edge and I don't know if we could, you know, put the toothpaste back in the bottle. Well, we definitely can't, but it's, and we have to pro keep progressing forward. Time won't let us do anything else, unfortunately. So we do have to keep moving forward and we have done so much damage, but we could progress past a solution. We, I mean, technology is destroying us, but it also could be our salvation. No, absolutely. But what I mean is not with the ability or the things that we would need to make these things work. I mean, with our, um, what we've evolved into being, mm. I don't think that our ego will let us go backwards. Hmm. We just sold the Amazon, uh, rainforest, Tyler. For meat. Uh, the lungs of the earth. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But lungs what do they do ryan good point yeah good i like point. the pancreas nothing good point use your lungs to blow me and i meant the appendix right and ryan to close out this gpi what's a gpi i don't know and to close out this week's gbi ryan i just want the universe to know mm -hmm. i'm talking to you not talking to the uh the audience talking to the universe i want the universe to know that the humor and irony is not lost on me that at the bottom of the Washington Post article, where this information comes from, sure. is an advertisement for Julia Roberts' new show, Gaslit. Yeah. Hilarious no, I, I, universe. I Hilarious. Julia Roberts, you rat bastard. <laughs>
That high wattage smile is not going to fix anything right now. I didn't mean to take it out on her. Wow. I don't trust her. You know what you did, Julia Roberts. And that, Ryan, is this week's GBI. Great job, Tyler. I always love the GBI. There's a lot of meat on those bones to attack, and I find it to be fun. Meat on the bones to attack. Like is per- that like a like a ravenously hot, uh, hungry kind of reference? I'm thinking like piranha, you know what I mean? Oh, Tearing yeah. flesh from the bone. There's a lot to discuss. Sure. And I think you did a great job this week, Tyler, like you always do. Thanks, Th- buddy. Thank you for bu- buoying me up. It's, it was been nice in here doing the show with you. I wanted to, uh, you know, for what it's worth, bring some awareness to what Wynn did because it was very selfless and very... Uh, I don't know. I think your take, I would assume painful. I think your take on it is very interesting. Mm. Yeah. All right. Uh, great job, Tyler. Yeah. Peace. I mean, how many people? Because death is an inevitability, is it not? Not. Not a super painful death. How agreed? But how many of us die for our beliefs? I won't. <laughs> I certainly will not. Well, that's a good turn. That takes one <laughs> one person off that list. It's only six nine 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 billion to go. And that's the thing is there are very few people who are willing to to go to those lengths to take their death into their own hands and use it as an act of change for good. That is a very selfless act in a lot of ways. And th- and think about that, like with the depression index, our want to avoid pain is something that obviously has been surpassed by one win, whatever his last name was. Mm. No, no offense there. I just only remembered his first name. Two N's. Win Bruce. His last name is Win Bruce? No, no, no. His last name is Bruce. I was going to say. Win Bruce. Win, Win Bruce. <laughs> you're losing it. It's a win-win. It's a- <laughs> Okay. Okay. So uh, you asked me a question earlier. Ladies and gentlemen, go to thosesguysyouhate.com and please subscribe. Although, why would you want to after a win-win? Uh, good question. That's four ends and that's just wrong. Tyler, you're a piece of crap. <laughs> Thank great, you. Great Thank job you. this week. Thank you. What's the moral of the story? Uh, Ryan, the moral of the story is to... Keep going, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes you just want to give up. And I don't even mean suicide, although sometimes take that people take that route. I just mean when we wake up in the morning and we just don't want to get out of freaking bed. Keep going and it will get better. And know that we love you, you well, pieces I, of shit. I think that that is uh, really helpful where you're feeling terrible and you think it's going to be like this forever. And mm-hmm. that is not true. You could wake up tomorrow and it could be completely different. Much like when you were on hour 15 of that acid trip, I promise you it will go away. You will be happy again. Sit down and play some Mario party. Everything's going to be fine. Ryan, what's the mor- moral of the story? Unlike what I've declared earlier in this episode. And I, I really like that, that win story. And when I say I like it, I, I just think that your perspective on it is very interesting. Mm. What are you doing in your life to avoid pain? Is it helping you? I, I would say there's a really good chance that it isn't. That pain is something that you're going to have to come up against at some point in your life. Why keep putting it off? Oh, and that's it. You you might be ignoring it, but it sure is. Not only is it not going away, it's only going to get worse. Yeah, it just kind of builds like a snowball and uh how can we use that information to make our lives a little bit dare I say, less painful. My name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. And that is not how we end the show. I I honestly (laughs) was going over it in my mind uh, before I did it. And then I saw, I was like, oh, this is is gonna be, look look at the way that I'm ending this in such a perfect way. I did. You nailed it. But I didn't. I was like, that was, you even got me to say it back because how whimsical you did it. I was so smooth. (laughs) Damn it, I suck.
We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you and you don't suck. Now it's a red circle. So what I was trying to say before I was so rudely interrupted, Tyler. Technological error, Ryan. Techie. Uh, it's uh, for whatever reason, it's just I'm super drawn into these playoffs. I, mm. I, I don't think it's just because of my team. I know we don't normally talk about sports on this, this show. This is literally the third show in a row that we begin a big the deal. pregame postgame with sports. It's a big deal. I, I, it is to us. I'm I don't enjoying think it's, it. Unless other Heat fans are listening to us, and even them, I'm sure, don't give a shit. I'm not talking about the Heat <laughs> in particular. I'm talking about all of the teams. I just yeah. find it to be really compelling uh, TV. All jokes aside, they do a great job of selling the stories That's behind it. the games. It is really good story lines this year it, it is our telenovelas you know we Except, we we love it we love it it is men's soap operas not mm -hmm. that women don't like it but mm -hmm. it is in a lot of ways especially with basketball because they have such big personalities the play on the court is sometimes the smallest part of the story you know what i mean well and just the quipping back and forth and oh they're talking shit they're talking you know kevin that durant that yeah. son of a bitch i still remember more on him later we, okay oh nice or you mean earlier because we're at the end of the show. That's what I mean. I get confused. I, I have, These timelines are confusing. I have a head injury. I think there's some sort of a multiverse situation. Uh, those are your neurons, right? Yeah, that's the one. Uh, I, I still remember it was like three games ago. We have a, a player on our team on the Miami Heat called PJ Tucker. Yep. And he got right in somebody's face where the guy wouldn't even turn to look at him and they zoomed in. Oh, Gangwe or crazy something. Crazy eyes, man. He had these eyes where he's like, dude, I will cut you. PJ Tucker is a bad mother. And Shut your mouth. I remember seeing that and going, I want none of that. It's interesting to see like, okay, who on here is like a telephone tough guy and who's the real deal? His eyes said full real. PJ Tucker. <laughs> well, we'll get you in your dreams. Not unlike one Freddy Krueger. I don't blame that other guy for not making I'm not here it. right now. I'm not here right now. Tyler, <laughs> let's talk about the pool party yesterday. Sure. Anything, sure. anything of note, anything we're talking about. Well, there was a pool. Yep. There was a pool there, and there was a party. You know how much we dis dislike discussing like the weather and small talk. I will admit the weather leading into the party. Terrible. Yep. The weather after the party. Terrible. It opened up for us. It, I mean, I mean, yeah. I, you know what? Perfect weather. Maybe there's a God. Maybe, I'm uh, going to go ahead and say it now. Maybe there's a God. And all he cares about is your pool party, <laughs> <dumb> Tyler. <laughs> he wanted to prove it to me, and it worked. It was such an experience <laughs> because my girlfriend, Nicole, got sick uh, somewhat in the middle of it. Yes. And it really changed the complexion of the whole day. I had to go into taking care mode. Mm -hmm. which and, then, it, and then you were sabotaged in that role by a, a person. <laughs> you know, I'm going to throw out a word that I don't normally use. Oh Tyler. God. Oh God. Trigger. <laughs> I, I don't use that a lot because of the connotation of it. It's like calling somebody a snowflake yeah. or a Democrat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but she had a bit of an alpha. Uh, I could see how you would buck heads. Uh, uh, she reminded her. me very much of somebody in my life. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I, 
perhaps took out some of that aggression on her. <laughs> yeah. But you yeah. know what the thing was? And it was a chaotic situation. Very much so. Everything that was happening. Everybody was in a certain mindset. Now, here's the thing. A fun mindset. I don't want to go off too much on this, mm -mm. but- my my girlfriend was was hurting. She was, and when you're when you're in that situation, when you're sick at a party, uh, the biggest part of that is embarrassment. You're embarrassed. Yes, you're feeling like shit, but also, man, this sucks. I wish I wasn't doing this here in yeah, front of everybody. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So she was lying down and she wasn't feeling great. Now this other woman wanted to take care of the whole situation. Mm -hmm. She felt bad for her. She had so many feelings, and they were very strong feelings. Mm -hmm. The only thing she wasn't doing was listening to Nicole. Oh, oh, wait, when you help people, do you have to listen? No, it's oh, it's, it's all oh. about how you feel at oh, that moment. Thank God. And I literally was having a conversation with this woman where it's like, sweetheart, this isn't about you. Yeah. Talk to her. Yeah. She physically picked her up and put her in a chair, which made things so much worse. Yeah. So much worse. Yeah, you don't move the body. No. You leave it where it is. Wait until the police get here, you crazy That's right. person. She seemed, she seemed like she was having a great time up until her insides became her outsides. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, wow, though, the as you say, the energy has shifted over here. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that was a different type of reverse cowgirl where your insides go out. <laughs> and, that, and that side of the pool cleared quickly yeah you guys all went to the dj tent right quick and here's the thing man. well that's where the fun was all that other place was covered to throw up <laughs> that's the deal has it gotten chunkier over here or is that just me and here's the thing all, all you could do at that situation is just give somebody water and treat them with compassion but it, it became it became a whole deal but yes um i took care of her and you know I love her, man. Like, I got you. Don't worry about it. Well, I'll take care of this. That's your first mistake. Yep. And second of all, I can tell you right now, and these are all uh, my, Ryan came over to a party where all my friends were, and I can tell you right now, and I hope I'm not putting anybody on blast, but I am. There is not a single person at that party that I knew personally. There were some people there that I didn't know, like the uh, Robin Hood to your situation. Sure. <laughs> uh, there's not a single person at that party, myself included, who has not been in that situation. Absolutely. We have, we have been that person. We have felt that embarrassment. Of and course. I can tell you just in our own stratosphere, our own sphere, uh, we don't judge that. It's Absolutely just, hey, not. You overshot it. It's it's happened to the best. Literally. Us. Yeah. And everybody came by one by one and echoed exactly what you mm -hmm. were talking about. And it was all good. Sure. The, the person who's going through it is embarrassed. Mm -hmm. I wasn't embarrassed. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just I just wanted to take care of her. Uh, you kept pointing at her going, loser. loser. <laughs> Nonetheless. All right. Let's get into the show now that we've chronicled our own personal lives, Tyler. Well, you chronicled. I just listened. Sure. <laughs> Uh, I started doing this thing, and I think that I may have accidentally stumbled upon something here. I want you to tell me what you think, okay? Go on. I have talked about on this show before that on my way to my gym, I go through the neighborhoods. It's right down the street from here, and- And you throw gum in bushes. I throw gum. That's on the way out of the gym. Waiting for people to clear, clean it up after you. I have- found myself in a circumstance that I thought it was my patience being tested, me growing as a person where mm -hmm. I need to make a right. And so often when I get to that right-hand turn, there is one car in the right-hand lane that is going straight and the other lanes are completely empty. Talk about frustrating. Like, dude, why would you, why would you get in the right-hand lane if you're not making a right? Mm -hmm. I tell my son this all the time, just giving him like, hey, when you do start driving, don't do this. Yeah, for sure. So I figured, hey, this is a way for me to learn patience. And then you beat him to within, it, within an inch of their life in front of your son just to prove a point. Teach him a lesson. Yeah. yeah, rub their nose in it. So what I basically doing did it is wrong. I started to have fun with the circumstance 
taking pictures of just the one car in the right lane. I, was, I just started documenting how often this has been happening to me because it felt like it's been happening like every day. There is something to be said about those particular situations where you're like, is the universe just fucking with me at this point? Exactly. Where like, as you said, all of the eye, all of the lanes are open except for the one that I'm on and it's just the two of us. And I could be gone by now. <laughs> I could be at the gym, but here I am staring at your, the back of your car, yeah. you jackass. Jackass. So, so I have now started taking a picture of it so that I can show it to people. And here's the weird thing. In some sort of weird, twisted way, I almost want it to happen now because I've made it almost something funny. I've made it something fun. Something that frustrated me before has now become something that I'm almost anticipating. They call that a paradigm shift. And thank awesome. you. Thank you for saying that. And Tyler, I swear to you, in the most non-scientific way possible, mm -hmm. it has stopped happening. <laughs> it has stopped happening. It is now Damn no longer Matrix. a thing. Damn it, Matrix! What did I what did I do? <laughs> Can I go back? No, it, it really is. Keep it miserable. It, and the fact of the matter is, is that I'm sure that it is just my attitude that I'm bringing to the table mm -hmm. and the way that I'm perceiving these things. Absolutely. But I think there's something there. Like you said, if you can shift the way that you're taking in some of this information, it may change. I don't want to say the way that the world works, but in essence, I'm thinking it, but I don't want to sound like a kook. Yeah, well, too late. Yeah, and just being able to, and that's what it is, being able to change what was frustration into like, a, like as you said, a game. A little almost. game with the universe. Sure. Continues to fuck me. <laughs> I don't know what I did, man. Well, you know what I was going to relate it to is when you get a new car. Like once you get in a new car, you realize how many more yeah. of those cars are out on the road. So wait a minute. Is this not the only champagne colored Camry <laughs> on the street? Who knew there were so many Camrys that out That cannot here. be true. <laughs> that can't be true. So I'm fighting the universe one picture at a time. Yeah. And losing, yeah. Tyler. Mm. You know what else I'm fighting? And this has been well documented on this show. The urge to vomit. The urge to vomit. <laughs> yeah. I did. You know what? What really swept over me with the urge to vomit was when you and I took a shot of not Jameson yesterday, Tyler, <sighs> hot Jameson, <sighs> hot Jameson yeah. in the sun. Yeah. Why'd you let us do that? Um, five beer in at 2 p.m. Ryan. <laughs> That's fair. Not the best decision maker. Day, day drinking, man. Yeah, it'll Son get of you. a bitch. It'll get you. But we did the thing where we pushed through until the end of the night. That's not day drinking anymore. That's just pre-night drinking. <laughs> so you know, what I also have been fighting, uh, other than the urge to throw up from mm. hot Jameson, Please stop saying it. Who? Is technology. I've been fighting technology. Tyler, have I mentioned that? And it fights you. <laughs> and and wins the majority of the time. doesn't care for me, bro. <laughs> it doesn't care for me, and that's fine. It, it is, and it, it has been well documented on the show. It is really, uh, and this isn't a bit, it is shocking how shit just breaks around yeah. you. There have been times with your computer where you try the same action that I will try coming after you and try. Not, I don't do anything different, and it will work for me. I understand. It, it, it's weird. I like it in some sort of way. No, where, you don't. No, because the computer recognized me as a, as a, you know, a foe that it needs to keep an eye on. Someone to be feared. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly right. It's got to keep its technological boot on your neck That's or it. else you're going to bite That's it. it. I, and I get it, bro. You don't rise up against somebody who is, you know, of no importance. And I totally get it. Who knew that the robot uprising would start with you? Well, <laughs> you're I am, John Connor. I'm Sarah Connor because I- You win. Wish you were. Oh, I do. <laughs> so I want to help other people fight technology too. Okay? okay. I think that we can all do this together. If you want to send a link to somebody, okay, you got to send a link to somebody. 
Take a screenshot. Take a screenshot of the link. Send it to that person. Fight technology one step at a time. Do you know what I'm talking about? Why not just send like a telegram then by horseback? <laughs> I need you to go to this website. Stop. Click here. Stop. No, but do that. Send somebody a picture of a link that you want them to go to, and they will forever curse your name. Fight technology, baby. One, one bite at a time. No, they will just ignore that text you sent and not think about it again. Everybody ignores all of my text, Tyler. <laughs> so it'll be just like every other yep. time. Let's do the show.